This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet of up to 500 bucks. Terms and conditions do apply, so get the details over at wynnbet.com and download the app today. And we're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to the free daily video picks from the SGPN crew. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. And we're also brought to you by Riffer. Riffer is your home for mini podcasts from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Subscribe to our Riffer channel today and get at sportsgambling.com slash Riffer. That's sportsgambling.com. Dot com slash R-I-F-F-R. All right, welcome back, DGENs. This is the RBC Heritage DFS Embedding Show. Following up our Masters Hangover. Listen, I'm ready. There's still money to be made. Really strong field. Myself, Boston Capper, the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Are you ready for this week, baby? Yeah, I mean, I, I kicked the hangover too. You know, I drank a bunch of Gatorade. I uh, got the uh, famous Rochester garbage plate. That is the uh, perfect hangover cure for what is uh, that? up here. Ooh, so anyone, so anyone's not from this area. So basically, you take uh, a bed of home fries and you put yeah. two cheeseburgers on top, and then you take this uh, meat sauce as like nutmeg and spices and everything. You put that on top of uh, ketchup, mustard. Uh, Max salad as well, and you just mix it up and you eat it, and it is greasy, it is fatty, but it will sure as hell cure your hangover. So, have one of those, and I'm past the masters, and I'm ready to, you know, cleanse the palate and talk about the RBC heritage. Yeah, I'd so. have to cleanse the palate after eating that too. That sounds fucking gross, bro. The, uh... Don't knock it to the trunk. Well, I don't like macaroni salad because it's got mayonnaise. You know what? I don't either. But if you mix it up with everything, it's it actually works. My wife doesn't didn't like macaroni salad either. Uh, I introduced uh, a garbage plate to her when I first met her, and uh, yeah, she loves it. She she can't imagine not having a garbage plate without Max. Well, 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 she married you, so garbage plate is a step up. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what, why don't we touch base a little bit about leans and like things to look for? So I, you probably could tell on the RBC Heritage uh, preview show we spent most of our time in the Masters. Yeah. Uh, we we're a little golfed off at that point. Um, <laughs> But there's a couple things I, I want to touch on as far as like clarifying and then like things to look for. So, uh, as someone who uh, constantly gets on people for uh, mixing up the grass type, uh, I actually mix up the grass type. Um, it is not Bermuda this week, and actually, a lot of people make that mistake. It is overseed, and it's something I actually didn't really realize until just now. Um, that's gonna make a big well. I mean, for me, it doesn't make that big of a difference. But for people who want to actually, like, focus on, like, putting Bermuda stats, that's really the only thing I think that makes a big difference as far as, like, you know, if it's overseed or if it's Bermuda. Just get rid of that. It doesn't matter. And I heard a couple of people say, well, you know, it's Bermuda golf course, but there's a little bit of overseed. There's no such thing. It's like saying you're a little bit pregnant versus a lot pregnant. You know, you're just pregnant. No, if you put overseed on a golf course, guess what? It's there's no Bermuda then. So it's ryegrass, fairways and rough, Poa Trivialis greens. That makes it different. You know, make adjustments as, uh, you know, as you see it. Um, I want to expand a little bit, too, on correlated golf courses. So a lot of people are want to make a connection that this is the Wyndham just because you got a lot of short knockers up at the top of the leaderboard. You know, Webb does well here. Kizen does well here. And 
you can use Wyndham if you want as like a correlated leaderboard, but you're kind of getting to the right answer from the wrong process. Whereas the Wyndham is a putting contest and the, the heritage is definitely more of ball striking, scrambling. And the reason why these guys who do well at the Wyndham do well here is because they're really good. They're short and intermediate irons. They're really good scramblers. And they're just not like four strokes like behind from the jump because all these bombers are just like hitting them out farther. Everybody's basically starting on the same page. Right. So for me, this is this week is going to resemble more like a colonial, more like Innisbrook. Those are tournaments where like the winning score is like low teens, like high single digits under par. Like you got to keep it like right in front of you. You can't really overpower it. Yeah, th- those are more golf courses I'm looking at as far as correlation than like a Wyndham. So, okay, you know, look at a couple things. That's what I'm doing. And then we actually had a very interesting question in the Slack channel from uh, Moonoff. And I-, I think this is what you've been looking forward to is how do guys do going from the Masters to the Heritage? Yeah. And then vice versa. Like, how how did like anybody who like finished top ten of the Heritage do the previous week? So, uh, so we get to throw out twenty twenty, which is a good thing because yeah. it was a different time of year, different grass type. It, it was, just it, that was basically was, a Wyndham. It was super soft. Yeah, that you basically watched the Wyndham at, at Harbor Town last year. This is not going to be that. So why don't we start with guys who finished inside the top ten of the Masters, and then went on to play at the Heritage? And I look back to two thousand ten. And 30 guys who finished in the top 10 of the Masters since 2010 went on to play the Harbor Town. So three a year? Yeah, about three a year. Yeah. Okay. Um, only one of them won. Uh, that was Matt Kuchar. He finished, I think, like fifth at the Masters and then won the following week. Uh, four other guys had top 10s. Uh, they were Patrick Cantlay in 2019, uh, Leishman in 2013. Uh, he went top 10 back to back. Luke Donald in 2011. He always seems to finish top 10 at this event. And uh, Ricky Barnes. Not only was I surprised he got an exemption to the Masters, but he finished top 10 two years in a row in 2010. So how did, how did he get in the Masters? I have no idea. I don't really care. <laughs> he, wears, he wears a stupid hat. He's, I think he gets like a medical exemption or something now. So um, so six other guys had top 20. So we're only at 11 guys who actually did relatively okay. Uh, 11 guys finished 20th or worse but still made the cut, and eight of them missed a cut. So there definitely is a little bit to a little bit of a hangover from the Masters coming here. I mean, you only got one guy who ended up following up and win. You only had four guys ended up, you know, top tenning. So that's what, 20% of the field there, right there. And then over almost two thirds of those guys either finished 20th or worse or missed a cut. So that might be something to look at. You know, I know that there's a lot of guys who did well last week. They're getting a lot of steam. Oh, yeah. Might be an opportunity to fade them. And then vice versa. How about we look at guys who play the Masters and then play the Heritage and then finish in the top 10 of the Heritage. So of the last 10 winners of the Heritage the week after the Masters, seven of those winners were in the Masters the previous week. So there is something to playing in the Masters. You can still go on and win. But only one of those guys finished in the top 10. It was Matt Kuchar, like we talked about. Uh, one of those guys had a top 20, the Masters. Uh, that was, I think, Brant Snedeker. Um, one of them had a 20th or worse finish, but still made the cut. That was actually Satoshi Kodaira when he randomly oh, yeah. beat Sipu Kim, your boy, my, uh, your capo, uh, in 2018. And four of those guys who won missed the cut. They were Brandon Grace. It was Jim Furyk. It was Graham McDowell. And it was actually Jim Furyk again. 
So Jim oh. Furyk got cut and won the next week twice. Graham McDowell got cut and won. And then Brandon Grace, your mortal enemy. Yeah, he did that too. And then just of the rest of the top 10, um, 18, there were 50 guys who basically finished in the top 10 since 2010 that played the Masters previous week. 18 of them were cut at the Masters and then finished top 10 the next week. Um, 16 of them finished between um, 11th and 20th at the Masters and then finished top 10. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I messed that up. 16 of them finished worse than 20th, but made the cut at the Masters and then finished top 10 at the Heritage. Mm-hmm. Only 10 of those guys finished 11th or 20th at the Masters finished top 10. And only six of those guys fin- did top 10 two in a row. So there is definitely to something about guys who did not do well at the Masters or were kind of like just so-so were really relevant yeah. and ended up playing well at the Heritage. And there's definitely something to guys who had a top 10 at the Masters and just could not repeat it the next week. So it's probably a little bit of, you know, you're going to have to probably look at some guys, how they did the Masters. Because actually, there's a lot of guys who play the Masters. Yeah, yeah, it's a good field. If you're you're looking at a guy and you think, yeah, he's going to carry momentum, odds are definitely against his favor. All right. Well... It's going to change some thoughts up top for me. Um, okay. <laughs> the, um, so, so that, so that, so then, what are you looking at then? After, like I said, all that, like, it, how is that going to change things for you? So, I mean, really, like, I mean, the guys who missed the cut, like, I, so I was, I hate Cantley so much, and I knew that I, I didn't, I didn't go down the rabbit hole like you did, and, and I basically skimmed over that, like we talked about offline. We both were absolutely crushed at work today. Uh, like Cantley, like he's going to be kind of chalky. How do you? Well, we can get into it when we, we start talking about the DK stuff, but maybe it brings DJ into play a little bit, like miscut off the Masters. Like, maybe people are sleeping on him a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at his ownership at 8%, a DJ 8%. I'm going to be scary. Scary low. Scary low. Scary low. Yep. God damn. All right. Yeah, we can, we can break down that tier a little bit more. Because I had, I had an initial thought. I had an initial pivot that, based on those stats, I should not pivot to. <laughs> so, so, um, all right. So, any other thoughts before actually we jump into it? Uh, I mean, let's talk about the weather a little weather, bit. Yeah. So, for the last month, it hasn't rained. There was actually a uh, fire so warning on Monday yeah. that I showed everybody in the Slack that, you know, assuming the golf course doesn't burn down between now and Thursday, <laughs> we're going to have a tournament, but they're actually going to get some much needed rain uh, on Thursday. A little worried, maybe it might rain the tournament out. I'm not sure. Depends where the thunderstorms move. But other than that, Friday. If rain takes away my first round lead of Thursday sweats, that's literally what I look forward to every goddamn Thursday. It makes my it makes my life happy on a Thursday. If it's taken away from me and I just have to work, I'm going to be very upset. I know. I'm just going to say your management's probably going to be very happy. You're just going to be working and you know, <laughs> exactly. producing money for them instead of producing money for yourself and your wallet. Exactly. So, um, so, so on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's going to be high 60s, low 70s temperatures. Wind between like you know 10 to 15 miles per hour. I mean, there, there's definitely has been worse winds there, but it's going to be bothersome, you know, especially on 16 through 18. So, if you think that this is going to be a birdie fest like last year, you're wrong. It's not going to be that. Even with the rain coming on Thursday. Kind of like what happened with the Masters. Like, I don't think it's going to make that much of a huge difference. I think it's still going to play very firm, very fast. I think the winning score is in between like 10 and 14 under par. So, yeah, it's it's not going to be a putting contest like some people seem to think this thing is. It's going to be about 
how you hit your short and intermediate irons. Keep yep. it in the fairway. Guys are going to be missing a lot of greens because, you know, the greens are firm and they're small. That's a really bad combo. You're going to be scrambling a whole lot and just get up and down and making birdies when you can. So yep. uh, it's a pretty simple formula that's worked for the last 10 years of this place. There's not really a whole lot that's going to be a surprise. So don't overthink this. And uh, let's get to work. All right. Listen, before we get to work, listen, uh, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. So get started today, and you'll receive a special offer up to a $500 risk-free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details over at wynnbet.com and download the app today. Uh, so a number that I saw hanging for an outright. Uh, so Henley. Uh, we can talk about this in the betting section. He's been bet all the way down, like very down, but uh, they're still hanging a 65 at Henley right now. So uh, I like yeah, that. He, I think he started at like 101. He started at so 101. Yeah. And that's, I still, that's, that's a big move on win bet then. I know. I know. Dude, listen, I got I grabbed it at 50 to 1 because I was lazy. and I didn't. We, I, we talked about it. I didn't make any bets on fucking Monday. And I was like, uh, and then Tuesday I went to go start. And I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I lost 50. Come on. <laughs> you know what I noticed with this tournament? Like, after the Masters, everyone has the golf itch. And, like, there's actually, I think, a little bigger handle on this event than you'd think. And yeah. I think a lot of numbers move then. So, like, people think that, like, yeah, we're going to, you know, like, betting. But Henley, Henley didn't even public. play. Like, that's golf. That's, that's like, our type of guy to play. Yeah. It's like your John Q. public who just watched the Masters. Like, oh, you know who's going to do good here? Henley. Like, yeah, why, why did that move? They just they right. hung a bad number and moved it. Right. So, I mean, there's still going to be a lot of people betting this. There's going to be a lot of DFS. But uh, next week is going to kill off all the betting because, uh, it, yeah, it's a crappy tournament that uh, we'll talk about at the end how we're going to handle. So. <laughs> okay. All right, man. So, uh, all right. So, uh, you have to start breaking up the DK range. So, uh, you want you want me to start on the uh, 10Ks? Well, do you want to start with where, where the ownership is first? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, it's looking like. Webb Simpson is the most popular player this week by Overchalk, almost 30%. Yeah, just because he won last year. He's always good here. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to tell you who Webb Simpson is. He dominates these golf courses. Um, Matthew Fitzpatrick is also getting a lot of steam, and uh, it's probably because of the, oh, well, you know, he loves Harbortown. He's got the Harbortown towel on his bag. I, 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 there's some reasons to like him this yeah, week. He's maybe playing really well. Yeah, he's playing really well, and I think there's some reason to like him for betting. But you know, for you know, for if you want to use him DFS, you're not alone. You're gonna have to diversify. Uh, Kyle Morikawa was also getting a lot of steam this week. Um, I think he's getting like his ownership projections what 18. percent I know pretty much every major podcast is picking him to win this week. Um, we'll talk about him later as far as if that's a good bet or not. Uh, Will Zalatoris is also getting steam. Corey Connors getting steam. Those two guys are breaking out stars of the Masters. They're getting pushed. Uh, Hatton had a really good f- Sunday. He's getting popularity. Answer. Answer is like... Well, that's that's $8,000 range. We're still in the oh, nines. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, don't get ahead of yourself. And then, and then Daniel Berger, I mean, just because the course history is pretty good, he finished second last year. He's still hanging around fifteen percent. It's not crazy though. I've seen a, I've seen much bigger numbers than Berger. I think he was oh, bigger yeah. last last week. So, uh, eight thousand dollars. There's only two guys that are really standing out. It's Abe Answer who's getting crazy ownership again. That people are just looking at what happened last year and, and they're betting that. You know, I, I've already said that it's not going to play different. like that June tournament. We'll see if that's a good bet. Uh, Brian Harmon, fifteen percent. 
carrying again what happened the Masters yeah, again and like match play. Play. and match play he played good at match play and so match, play match play too and he played well the players he's playing good but we're seeing a, like I've told you there's a lot of guys I've mentioned already like Zalatoris Connors you know Hatton played well on Sunday like like Harmon like a lot of guys who like made noise I guess in the Masters against Steam might be an opportunity to fade him uh, seven thousand hour range uh, your capo Siwoo Kim twenty uh, percent. Uh, so and then gross. two guys who didn't play last week, Charlie Hoffman to finish second to Valero. Chris Kirk has been hot for a while. They're pushing 20% ownership this week. And then there's a lot of guys around 10, like Henley, Poulter, Matt Wallace, Kevin Streelman, Emilio Grillo. Michael Thompson's getting a little bit of podcast bump we, this week. We, we, yeah, what is that from? He, I was scrolling through and I was like, Michael Thompson. He, so he fits a little bit of the mold of he plays guys well here. I get here. it, but he's still Michael Thompson. Okay, well, he's gonna he's he's got a podcast bump. How about that? Uh, Lucas Glover, just because we did Valero, they're all pushing ten percent. You know, there's some good names and bad names. You're gonna have to pick and choose from that list a little bit. But there's some also good contrarian plays that we can you know go to. And then six thousand average. It seems like Doug Gibb and Matthew Neesmith are just chalk every week now. Yeah, yeah. It's because they're priced right. Like I mean, like, yeah, they're priced right, and they they show well in all the ball striking models yeah. and. Like, I don't know. I mean, Neesmith's been playing a little better lately. Gim is really up and down. Uh, Pat and Kazire also had a little bit of a podcast bump, too. Uh, I think it's probably because a lot of people are saying, oh, these are Bermuda Greens, and, well, they're not Bermuda, they're Bermuda Greens. Bermuda so, Greens. Yeah, exactly. Maybe uh, you know, opportunity to pivot, but that's it. So, uh, yeah, why don't we? Uh, why don't you start breaking down a 10,000 in our range and uh, tell us who you like. All right, so 10,000 and up, because we do have an 11-6 player who... Like we just said, DJ, right? So if that's the criteria of guys who do well here, right? Is he pissed off that he didn't make the cut at the Masters, right? Like, is he going to come out and just go scorched earth? I don't know. Like, uh, the stats uh, haven't really been been there for him. But 11-6, dude, 8.8 ownership with DJ, though. Oh, man. I feel like in a GPP, you almost have to. Cantlay, uh, I actually thought Cantlay would be higher owned. Um because like we talked about, right? People don't give a shit about the miscut last week, and his course history here is ridiculous. Like, so how do you ignore the course history? Webb, Uberchalk, like, listen, that's just a, that's just a stand you're gonna have to make. Listen, you're either going 100 percent of your lineups with Webb, or you have to completely fade him. Like 30 percent. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. I, I'm on the fade side, um, but it also might be because I've been on Webb lately, and he killed me at TPC. Uh, I liked Morikawa until I saw his ownership. And who I was going to play, I really like Berger this week, actually. Berger, who I really like, he's, what, 15%. I like Berger. Um, fits, the, fits the course profile, playing decent. But my favorite play here was going to be Cam Smith at 5%. Like, man, really good form. Top 10 at the Masters. Like, let's let's roll it in here. And now you tell me all those stats, and that scares me a little bit. But, dude, 5%? Like, you could... <laughs> You can go with DJ Cam Smith and have a combined ownership of like thirteen percent. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's let's talk about this one by one. So yes, you're right. There is definitely some leverage of Dustin Johnson. It just Scary. man, like he he's he has not been very good here. That yep. that's the that's the issue. Even and, though he's the RBC boy too, which is crazy. I know, but I mean, he had, the only time I can think of he was ever relevant was when he had that fifty four hole lead, and they. Was what he shoot like seventy nine on Sunday? Yeah, and I think CT Panip winning that. So that was not great, Bob. I don't know. It's even though he's only like eight percent, that kind of makes me. Th- I, I, I let's put it this way: I'm much more inclined to play Cam Smith at five okay. percent, even though he he has that top ten. Like, because listen, a, a trend is only a trend until it's broken. <laughs> so you know that that is true. And like, I mean, so I, 
like with everything else, like he's playing great. His irons are really good. He's a good scrambler, and that's what I'm looking for this week. Right. I mean, it's 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 gonna be that type of you know golf tournament. And like, like maybe guys are also looking at the driving accuracy number, and they're like, oh, that turns them up. But that's doesn't matter. Driving accuracy. Well, that well that driving accuracy number is only when they're hitting driver. It has nothing to do with like they hit three irons wood, or three wood. Right, yeah. Exactly. So if he's hitting his irons great, then he's all right. And. I know. I I think I think he's. I, I like Cam Smith, even though he's T ten last week. And also that that was that was a T ten that wasn't like he faded a little bit, like he was in the yeah, that, it was that, steady. Well, he rose he rose a little bit on the leaderboard too. Yeah, that's Sunday. what I'm saying. Steady. That's good. Yeah. Like, so like that. Like I I look at that like if like if I want to compare like a T eight of Corey Connors who oh, was like yeah. really in the mix and then like right. faded, yeah. versus Cam Smith who just had a really good Sunday and wasn't really in the mix, kind of stress free. It's a little different. Okay. So I, I think he split hairs a little bit. So I, yeah, I'm fine with Smith. Um, I really like Cantley this week. I know I got on this podcast last week and faded him, but like I love the bounce back this week. The guy just kills it here, and it's the ownership is really not crazy. No, it's and not. He, he, I, thought the, it, I thought it was going to be like 25%. Yeah, even the outright number wasn't really crazy this week either. So I really like him. Is If the ownership definitely is hanging only around 15%, I'll probably use him. Same thing with Berger. If it's only 15%, like... I'm fine with a missed cut. There's been a lot of guys, as we said, who missed the cut and went up winning or doing very well. So yeah, those are my three guys. One, you, can take, you can take either one of those guys with Cam Smith, and you've already – it doesn't matter if that, that was the guys at 50% because now you're differentiated with Cam Smith. Right. Yeah, and I, and I like all three. Uh, I mean, Webb, it just – I like Webb, but you can't use it with the ownership. With Morikawa <sighs> – <laughs> I wish you guys could. I wish you guys could see the furrowed brow and the and the rubbing of the forehead. Well, I'm I'm so torn. I'm so torn because I've been in a lot of these spots in Morikawa this year where I really, really, really like him a week. I get it. I get this inkling, and he was fine last week, but he wasn't great. No, absolutely not. And then I'm like, should I go back to him? I'm scared of that happening again. I think I'm off him. I've sat oh. in this chair a lot before where I look at Morikawa and say, well, he should be awesome here because he's a great ball striker. He's accurate. And like, you know, he can get up and down. And it just with him, it's either all or nothing. And if he's it, like, it's it's one thing if Morikawa is like 10% all or nothing. Like, all right, well, I have leverage here. He can win, but it's 20%. He's getting so much steam from everybody. He's everybody's outright this this week. And I think I'm just going to I think I'm going to sit on the sidelines with him. And yeah. if I miss out again, you know what? I missed out again. Say love okay. So, uh, so yeah, it's my plays are Cantley, Smith, and Berger. Uh, I like all three. Uh, oh, dude, we're, why are we on the same page? I don't like that at all. Because we're smart. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. 9K range. Why don't you run through it? So I really only like one guy down here. I mean, I, I, I talked about how... I, you know, Zalator is really popular. I think the world of the kid, I think there's actually a matchup that you can probably take him on that kind of doesn't make sense. So we'll talk about later. It's just after the Masters, like it's, I can't. He was right in the mix. Yeah. So, uh, same thing with Corey Connors. Like he's getting 16, 70% ownership. Yeah. It's, and he, his course history here has not been very good either. Like he played well last year, but that was soft conditions. What the two tournaments he played that were in April. He missed the cut and missed the cut. Yeah, missed yeah. The so he's out. I love Matt Fitzpatrick, but not this ownership. Uh, he's a, he's, a, he's a he's a bet, not a DFS. Yeah, I, you're right. He's a bet. 
Um, I mean, I I like a bounce back from Paul Casey. Like, <sighs> come on, man! How many times is this guy gonna burn us? Okay, but like, listen, I I think he has top ten this week. Great ball striker, accurate, terrible, terrible scrambler. course history. It's not that terrible. He, he didn't play the last two years, and the last two times he played, he got cut. Last time he played this course was 2015. Okay. I think he can do Stop it. That. I'm trying to save you from yourself. Get no, him, I'm going to play, play, play Paul Casey this week. And do I play Sung Jay after I just assassinated him last time? <laughs> so two missed cuts. Uh, no, I know. Should... It, it's two missed cuts, and he does not have anything in one look for this is purely ownership his, irons, purely his iron yeah exactly purely ownership pivot his irons are trash well that well that, well that's why i want to say that i only really like one guy here and it's paul casey and no. all right well that's i made my case so why don't you talk to him because you, you seem like you like a lot of guys in this range no i fucking hate no, i'm with you i'm literally with you i almost hate i almost don't want to play this range at all um you're right. Him, <laughs> I thought about him <laughs> just because of the ownership play. He's like sub 5%. And it's like, yeah. like now, now, every now is when he's going to exactly. I know. Yeah. So I, now, listen, now everybody's on my side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody else is going knucklehead and worse. Um, I, I mean, look, if I'm being completely honest, I will probably throw a lineup with him out there just because of the ownership. But the only guy I like here is Hatton. Um, and it's only because of his good Sunday. Um, and I just believe the dude's a fighter type shit. Like I know he came in third last year and it's a completely different course, but I feel like he's a completely different golfer from then too. Um, I just hope his irons come around a little bit. Like he I hasn't mean, I been, I think he's a worse golfer since then. I mean, that's, I think oh, that's how he's different. Stop it. He is not a worse golfer. That was, that then. was when he was at his apex when he finished third last year. I don't know about that. Yeah, go look, go look at his results. Uh, yeah, fine. Well, listen, either way, like that. So that's like the only guy that I'm because I love Fitz, I really do, but he's just way too chalky. But I mean, listen, you can differentiate somewhere else just because he's chalky doesn't make him a bad player, right? We've talked about that. Like he could be yeah. a good golfer and do something here and and be good. So if you're gonna grab a guy like Fitzpatrick, uh, grab a guy like Smith up top, right? Yeah, just, I mean, I, I guess the case for Fitzpatrick is this is his type of golf course, yeah. you know, accurate, good scrambler. Like I think some of his deficiencies with his irons gets massed a little bit here just because everybody's missing greens. Yeah. He's just an all world scrambler, all world putter. Yeah, like that's he's pretty pretty good here. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I like the play. He's been playing yeah, so, well absent of last week. Yeah, listen, I'm not telling you not to take him, I'm just saying, listen, he's chalky, so if he is, you can't you can't just go down the board and just be chalky, right? We talk about this all the time, right? Like you, you can differentiate somewhere else if you really like the play. And I'm fine with Fitzpatrick, I'm sure I'll have a lot of them. So it's probably fits and 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 Hatton for me, and Hatton only because, like, I got to take another guy up in here, and I really don't like anybody else. Really. All right. Like, all right so, AK. Well, one side. So, yeah. what, what's Zalatoris doing this week? Like, real, realistic expectations. Oh, dude, it's tough, man. I mean, the kid looked like, dude, the kid's got stones, man. We talked about it, right? He's got, and he's young enough to not be tired or like wore out. Like the dude just came in second off the masters. Like, I don't know if he's like a patty or whatever, but I'm, if he is, I'm sure he was fucking celebrating. Like, Holy shit. Like, that was awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Like, and I don't know how you fade the kid at this point. Like his number was 33 to one. I threw money on it immediately. That was like the, I made two bets. Right. I was okay. like, that, no, that number's wrong. Right. And it's just, but it's the same thing we do every week. Right. Like, oh, that number's wrong. Like, I don't think about any of the, anything else other than that number is wrong. And I throw it at it. I mean, and, that's how you're, that's how you're supposed to bet outrights. No, I know. And it's like, but I don't know how to correlate that to DFS sometimes with the ownership. I don't know. Like, 
Dude, I mean, how do you doubt the kid, man? I mean, he's good, man. He's really yeah, I mean, I, I think people have been picking him in part because they he's a bomb and gouger. Like his, you know, he hits it three oh seven. But his irons are good too. But that's but that's the counterpoint. Is yeah. you're not you, you just can't play smart about it. You're not hitting driver everywhere, right? Then you're hitting irons, and the kid just sticks them all the time. So I I think probably if you want to knock him, he putted really well last week. Yeah, that kind of phase. Not the best scrambler, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's for me. I'm just going to rely on that trend of guys who are in the mix and the masters just generally don't do that great on the next week of the heritage. You're buying yeah. them at their peak. At their peak. Yeah. So I hope he does well. I will have zero dollars and zero cents. Actually, you know, I know. I think I have a matchup on him later. We'll, about, so. <laughs> yeah, well, I got him. I got him a little. All right. But really, mostly because of my bills. Like I'm trying to grab two of these guys. and I got a lot of Smith and Berger. I got a lot of I got a lot of Smith and Cantlay already um, in my in my build. So like I, 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 I have to skip over this range. Right. So I'm glad I don't like it. Um, so. All right. So the 8K range kind of short again. Like it's funny. Like there's a bazillion golfers in the fucking 7K range. So Uber Chalk answer uh flaccid fleetwood uh harman's chalky man like listen i love him he got me on my top lefty and uh, top bulldog and all that other shit like played well in match play top this like i just i think i pat especially if especially if you're gonna take a guy like fitz you can't take harman right you just can't you can't you can't be that chalky sergio lowry english uh westwood billy ho nah and kuchar so i'm fading the answer 100 percent because of how jockey is, and like we talked about, right? Like the, the last year's tournament is going to be like this one. Like his his form is fine, but when he played here in 2019, he got cut. Um, I don't think I need to talk to you about Tommy Fleetwood. Um, I like Sergio. I think he played really well at TPC. I know I just discounted the previous year's result, but that doesn't fit this narrative. So, um, so I like Sergio here. I mean, he played well here. I know, I know, he's just a guy who I don't know. I like, I like where his ownership's at. I don't know. He's like a wily veteran at this point. Like, I feel like he'll do good at a P-Tie course. Like, that's just how I feel, right? Um, I think Billy Ho is criminally underpriced. This guy just won a WGC. Like, I know it's match play. I mean, he limped to the finish and be a guy who had his D game. He won a WGC. All right. not take it away from him. It's your narrative. We're not yeah. going to relitigate how I think the match play results are. That's correct. So. Listen, we both, we both, we both are firmly in our camps on this one. Um, look, course history is mixed at best, right? So, so last year I missed the cut, but like I said, it doesn't matter unless I'm talking about Sergio. Um, and then, it, look, he's got, he's made the cut three of the last four years prior to that, T5. I don't know, like just kind of pivot. So I feel like I might be just doing too many pivot plays. <laughs> like I feel like I started looking at this and like um, on all pivot plays, and that's not the way I should be constructing lineups. I'll have to go back and look. Kevin Nas getting steam. Um, we're not allowed to bet him or play him. I mean, that's just the way that's the way the rules work. And we talked about Kucher. Like, no, like I can't. Like, like I, I, switching putters, like. I know the putter didn't do him in, but fuck Christ, man. No, no Kucher for me. So the guys I'm in here, I'm on Sergio, Billy Ho, and I might do a little Lowry. But I'm just, I'm worried about the mashes with him, too. Okay. Um, so we're on three different plays. Nice. So you were worried about us being on the same guys? No, we're not. So uh, uh, let's start with uh, your mortal enemy, number one. Uh, I like him this week. I like Stop Fleetwood. It. No, I'm gonna make the, I'm gonna make the case. He actually hit the ball really well at the Masters. He did not putt very well. That's gonna regress. He's a good putter. 
he was one of the worst players in the field of the Masters. Uh, he is accurate. He's a good scrambler. Wrong. He has good course history here. He has good course history at a lot of the correlated places. That what course history does he have here? He, fin- he, he gained like one once point in top 25. That's fine. 1.7 strokes per round on the field. That's small fine with me. Side. Come on, man. I don't care. <laughs> Not for me. So Fleetwood, I like him. Um, moral enemy number two. Number two. Uh, Harris English, because his last name is English. He's played a little better lately. Played a little better at API. I think he did all right in match play. Uh, he had a good weekend in the Masters last week. You know, he's kind of, he has a lot of qualities that Fitzpatrick has. Like, he's accurate. Not the best iron players, but really good scrambler, decent putter. That plays well here. I like him. And then, uh, if I was uh, allowed to play Kevin Na, you know, and if I wasn't on this podcast, I would tell you that Really good course history here. Good course history at the correlated places. Great scrambler. He, you know, he can putt a little bit too. This is his type of course, you know? So I'm taking three guys that I know you don't like, and I don't really care. <laughs> and those are my plays. Um, I mean, as far as fades, I mean, I don't know if you should. I mean, listen, for DFS purposes, I mean, answer is way too popular, but there are a lot of things to like, even though he did really well last year. The things he's doing right now works for this tournament, too. He's been hitting his irons really good. He's been scrambling pretty well. He's really accurate off the tee. Like he might be able to repeat the performance he had from last year at a totally different tournament. I know he didn't. He missed the cut, what, two years ago? It's a different player now. So uh, Brian Harmon, though. You know, that was a tough weekend for him. Uh, real so, quick. Just, yeah. So, I mean, 26th at the Masters, 23rd at the Valero, 22nd at the Players, 18th WGC. Who are you talking about? We're talking about answer. Miscut. Yeah. We got top five at the Amex. Miscut. He's been, play, he's been playing all right. But I'm saying, for somebody very, very chalky and $8,900, his ceiling in the last five tournaments is 18th. Right. No, I get it. I mean, I, I his putter's been letting him down a little bit. The ball striking's been good, and at some point, it's got to come around. So, That's I mean, I, I, myself. I, I mean, it did. I actually, now that I remember, it answered put really well at the Masters. That was why he was that high up. So, if only we had gross game data to back it up. <laughs> I, I mean, they're useless putts per hole stat. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I'm like, oh, if only we had the data. Like, yeah. I know. I know. Can't, we're, we're not big enough. We're not big enough to have that. Apparently, can't they share it with everybody? Like, what, like you like, have to manually calculate it. You have to literally go through everybody's shot tracker, and then like plug into your computer, and then it'll spit it out for you. Which well, Steve, I next know. next year, next year, let's just say okay. the Dgens all get together, and we ship your wife and kid off to like a spa for like the weekend. I don't think my kid would like a spa. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. She's two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. They, they have babysitters there and shit. Trust me. They, um, <laughs> right? And fine. Whatever. Well, I don't know what it, you, we can't send a three year old anywhere by themselves. So it has to go with the mom or you won't be able to do the stress cantata. So we'll, fig- we'll figure out something. But if we sent them somewhere, could you put that together over the weekend? No, it would take me like five months to go through everybody, to go through. I don't think you realize like how much of an endeavor that would be. I oh, no. All ninety golfers. I have to look at every single shot. I have to. What if put we? What if we just? Shot. What if we just eliminated like the guys we don't give a shit about? Like but what if we did? But that then you're not calculating the actual game data. because it's not in yeah, relation you're right. to the field. All right, fine, fine, fine. All right, my theory's no. toast. My bad. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't really like Harmon just because 
He was in the mix of the Masters. He faded over the weekend. He actually doesn't have that great of a course history. He's, he has 11 appearances. He's top 10 twice, but he's got four missed cuts. Okay. You know, like some T50. Yeah, no. Um, I don't really like anything else. It's, it's those three, and that's really it for me. I, I, I'm much more interested. There's a lot of guys in the $7,000 range. So many guys in the $7,000 range. Yeah. All right, so why, why, don't, uh, why don't you jump on the 7K range, grab a couple, we'll talk about them. All right. I mean, listen, like, I love Chris Kirk, but he's really popular. I know. That's so disappointing. When I yeah, pulled up that, I mean, for, for DFS purposes, I'll probably pass. And, like, his course history here isn't all that great either. So, it's fast. I'm surprised Kevin Kisner's not getting a lot of ownership this week. I thought I thought he was going to be mega chalk, and he Dude. really isn't. And I don't totally get why. I mean, it's this is... Like, I know this is narrative street, but like, this is one of like five golf courses he has a chance with, right? Like, yeah. and he's a short knocker, accurate. He's been hitting his irons already. He's a good putter. And I know he still has it in him. I mean, like, I, I look at this golf course and I see a lot of Sea Island in it, and he lost in a playoff last fall. Yeah. He can still do it. So, yeah, I like Kevin Kisner. I like Christian Bazayden, who too. I yeah. mean, like, accurate, decent with his short mid irons, great scrambler, great putter. Uh, played well here last year, but I think he has the skills to translate into this year too. Okay. Like him. And I, I really like Adam Hadwin this week. He's been playing a lot better lately. He fits this type of golf course. You know, he's like for a while, he wasn't hitting his irons all that great. He wasn't putting all that great. That's starting to come back a little bit. You know, TD green has been a little better. I, I like Adam Hadwin. That's, that's kind of my sneaky little $7,100 play. I like Hadwin too. Well, that's okay. Join me. I know. No, join me. How do you know who had the thought first? <laughs> well, I, I, my column's up, so you know you could have read that. <laughs> listen, yeah, listen, I I do read your column, uh, not this week, uh, but I, I do read the column, and I don't need to read your column. I just text you what I want to know. <laughs> the, um, That's true, and I'll tell you an answer right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have to read. I don't have to read five thousand words. All right, so uh, listen, this is these are the type of areas where I just start swimming. And I'm like, I like this guy, I like that guy, and I'll just go down a rabbit hole. And I waste so much time in this fucking area. But I don't care if Siwoo and Henley are chalk. I really don't. I don't. Well, you, well, we are established. You're taking Siwoo no matter what. Yeah, that's it. Like, just lock him in. He's the free square on my board every week. And that's with betting, not so much with DFS. But let's right? let, time out, by the way. We're going to talk about betting real quick. Yeah. What guy would have to be in a matchup against him? That you wouldn't pick Siwoo. Oh, I'll just I, so I'll, I pass on a lot of Siwoo matchups, right? Like, like I won't bet. Oh, that's a tough question. Like the same level golfer? No, just like 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 your t- your guys. Mm. Like like your you have your guys. It's yeah, Co yeah. Crack. Yeah. You know, it's Hatton Siwoo. It's Matt Wallace now. Apparently, I do like Matt Wallace. I'm about to talk about him. <laughs> the um. You know, I mean, honestly, the fact that you like Billy Horschel in that last range, he's an angry guy now, so that's probably coming into your camp. Holy shit, dude. This is, this is yeah. weird. This I, is I, know, I, know you very, I know you very well now. As soon as Billy Horschel is getting bad press, he's got to apologize for his bad attitude on the golf course. Oh, all of a sudden, Boston Capper likes Billy Horschel now. Weird. <laughs> so strange. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I, so I, I'll do like I do when I bet the Red Sox or the Pats, right? If I don't think they're going to win, I just pass because I'm not going to be happy if I if I win money. You know what I mean? I'm just not going to be happy. So I don't I never bet against. I just pass. And then like sometimes I'll just be dumb and I'll, I'll be like, listen, I think they think they're going to win and I'm going to take the money line versus the spread. And uh, All right, there that you doesn't go. work out. But I mean, I guess 
I love Sibu. I love Ram. Like, like, but I mean, the, the odds for Ram against Sibu would be ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> minus, minus, yeah, like, like I would never bet that anyway. So somebody, I don't think anybody in the own in this range would. I would ever bet over Sibu just because I have such respect for his irons, and I really want this kid not to have to go into military service. I think that's what I'm rooting for the most. Like, yeah. please win a major, please win an Olympic, so you don't have to ruin your entire career. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine being on this podcast and you don't have Seawood for two years. Yeah. Oh. I know. That's going to be I'll rough. Find, so, anyways, so, 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 so back to who right, you so, like. All right. So, Siwoo and Hanley, I, like, I don't care how chalky they are. Um, I don't care about their course history. Last year doesn't count. Um, and they missed the cut last time. Siwoo came in second here. He should have fucking won. Um, I think I had an outright on him then, too. <laughs> the, 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 uh, Didn't he blow the lead, too? He did. He did. Yeah. It was super fun. Um, yeah, and that, and that was the that was the one where there was tape delayed. Like yeah. it, we didn't even see it live. Uh, that was rough. Uh-huh. Rough, yeah. rough times for CBS then. Yeah, fuck CBS. They're so bad. They're so bad. This Masters coverage was a joke, by the way. Like we didn't even talk about it enough. It was terrible. Nate, did we didn't see like any other golfers other than like the last two groups? So three. So everything you saw from like all the featured hole coverage, like on your TV, was about. Three minutes behind. Oh, easy, easy. I, I would go yeah. check my I would go check my scores and my and my shit, and I'd be like, oh, I already know what happened. This is yeah, pointless. like like oh. every time Vern Lundquist flashes sixteen, oh. and I already knew that we weren't cashing our bet for the whole one. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's not. All right, let's. We're on the fucking heritage, right? We're on to the RBC heritage. Yes. Um, I do like Matt Wallace. Um, he's playing a lot better now. Seventy five hundred. He's right next to Kirk, who I did like initially, and then I pulled up his fucking ownership and i was like god damn it man like i thought this was supposed to be like steve sneaky guy that i could use all the time that is not the not case anymore <laughs> yeah this no. is done um so i so whatever i like i like wallace i need you to talk to me about camp davis <laughs> <laughs> what what about why why shouldn't i play him or burns, right. or or burns for that matter do we miss right, the window well, on burns right, burns well, is playing like hot garbage so yeah, Bur- Bur- burns is Persona non grata right now. I mean, I, he finished ninth a couple years ago at the April Heritage, but listen, Cam Davis and Sam Burns are the same player. Uh, they are bombers. They're inaccurate. Statistically, they're good iron players. They don't really hit their short or intermediate irons very well. They're better with their longer irons. Terrible scramblers. I think Davis, well, this isn't Bermuda. No. I mean, it, I don't know. I, I feel like when you take the driver away from Davis and Burns, like that's not when you want to use them. Okay. So, 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 so like, here's the problem with me, right? Like, I know, like, all right, man, I made some money with Davis. Like, why shouldn't I play him again now that he's low on? You know what I mean? That's how my brain works. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I like Grio at 7,300 for the cheap plays. I'm with you. Um, I, I like Hadwin and I, I like for Telly. Okay. That's yeah, the like, Nagel's Bayos effect, right? It, it might be. I mean, I saw the T8. He's in decent form. Fucking whatever. Like, yeah. dude, listen. Oh, actually, this is what I wanted to talk about. Post it. Yeah. Let's I mean, talk listen, about I'm, listen, listen, I'm a ball striking Brad. I'll never play post him, but he okay. has been very good in the June heritage, and he was good at the one before that in April. So, yeah, and it's maybe there's actually, something. And his form's not even actually that bad right now. It's, so, yeah, he's been all right. He got 22nd of the players, uh, miscut at the Honda, miscut at Arnold, but then, uh, you know, 43rd, 11th, 18th. Like, okay. Like, I can work with that. Yeah. Like I, I can definitely work with that. The only problem that terrifies me is he, uh, his 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 approach data is not good. 
No, he's he's not a very good scram. He's not a very good scrambler either. He's not even accurate too. Like he like it's it's one of these short knockers that like doesn't fit the profile. Like yeah. inaccurate, bad iron play, not a good scrambler. All he does is putt. Like like this is a guy I think someone's gonna be like, oh, this is just like the Wyndham. They're gonna pick JC Poston. Yeah. I don't even I, think, I, I don't don't think know how that. much of a correlation there really is to that. I mean, his his best putting service is Poa because it's like. Well, no, it's not. It's Bermuda. Fuck. Um, <laughs> never mind. Um, but yeah, whatever. I like. I like him at that price. Uh, just for the weird course history, it's like, oh, okay, that seems out there, super low ownership. I'm gonna have to go back through a bunch of lineups and be like, okay, I need to calculate all this ownership because I, I clearly it was just avoiding chalk everywhere. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, listen. A you lot. Get to of watch guys, how the process works, guys. That's fun. Listen. A lot of guys you mentioned, I like too. Like, uh, I'll I'll throw out a couple more names. Like Kevin Streelman always seems like he does all right here. He's accurate, good iron player. That's pretty. That works very well. But Danny McCarthy's been playing a little better too. He's not just a putter anymore. Like he kind of has been having good tee to green numbers. You know, he's a good scrambler. I know the course history hasn't been all that great here, but maybe he can turn around just because he's been relatively okay recently. So yeah, but like, I mean, I like Rio too. You know, I, I Lucas Glover, maybe he can continue the good form he showed at Valero. He's a little more popular this week, so I don't know. The secret's out on him. Like, Matt Wallace, I like him. Like, even your boy, Sebastian Munoz, I can see something with that, too. So. Dude, he had such a bad sun. Was it Sunday he had bad? I can't remember if it was Sunday or Saturday bad with him. Yeah. I guess, I guess that fits the narrative, though. That's a good point. So, But, yeah, I mean, th- I, I think there are a lot of guys. I, I think that's probably the reason why there's so many guys about 10%, because it's pretty good range. Like, I yeah. mean, there's a lot of good options. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess, uh, before we start dumpster diving, or I guess, uh, it's, it's not really that much dumpster diving this week. Uh, but listen, we're brought to you, uh, by better than Vegas. Look, it's like YouTube before DJs only care about sports betting. So we give out our free daily video picks over at better than Vegas profile page better than vegas is always running a ton of free contests as well they got a ton of free picks and handicappers to check out make sure you subscribe to our profile so you don't miss a pick sports podcast.com slash btv that's sports podcast.com slash btv you get to go over there and see my pretty face and moon off's spectacular beard yes it is that, glorious that is a spectacular beard mm-hmm. are you gonna grow one out like him so I so here's the deal, right? So I've grown mine out before. So I, these grays right here, they used to be red, and like it gets to a certain point. I have curly Irish hair, and like it just starts like growing in, and I can't fucking deal with the itchiness, man. I just can't, like I, I can't. So it's <laughs> it's it's it, it, at a most it's like a five for me or, or a six. I did it for a Red Sox. The oh the, shit, I think the last time I grew it up was a thirteen. Holy shit, that was like eight years ago. That can't be right. Uh, I thought it was the 13. Yeah, 2013 Red Sox run. Mm. Well, no, I, I probably did it for the Bruins, too, uh, when we lost to the fucking... <sighs> fucking who the hell? Oh, the fucking Blues. Oh, Christ, Game oh. 7. Game yeah, seven. Poor, at home. poor you. You guys never win championships in Boston. No, fuck off. It still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who you got in the 6K range? All right. I mean... I I can't play chalk Doug Gim, but I like him anyway. Oh, you if you differentiate somewhere else, man. Like seriously, yeah, if but think, like, if you think he's gonna play well. Yeah, but the the under sevens, unless it's like a Corey Connors, like in all these other garbage events, chalk has been getting annihilated under I seven. I know. So, like with given Neesmith, like you can get top twenties on them at like four to one, five to one. I'd rather just do that. 
instead of ruin an entire DFS lineup. So that's so that's all I'm doing with that. I mean, as far as guys that like are are not popular, they're like I mean, I I go back to Russell Knox. And he's missed the cut the last two, but he missed the cut on the number. He's been good tee to green. The putting hasn't been great. This is a type of golf course where he's been good here. He's accurate, good iron player, good scrambler. Like, if it, it, the winnings, it's kind of like, like how we probably should have realized that Decky was going to win the Masters, is that if the winning score was going to be minus 10, minus 11, doesn't need to putt all that great. I mean, yep. he can ball strike the place. So I think Knox can do that. So I like him. I think Redmond's starting to play a little better lately. Oh, no. And he's in scram for a while there. The scrambling was really bad, but that's improved. The putting has been okay. Still striking the ball well, like with his off the team with his irons. Kind of like him. And then Chase Seifert kind of fits a lot of boxes. He's been playing a little better lately. He's chalky too, though, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. All right. Then maybe not then. So he's not like he's like 10% chalky, but he's like chalky. Okay. Enough. All right. Then may, maybe pass on him. But I mean, I'll, since I mentioned him, I mean, Seifert's been hitting his irons already. He's accurate, playing a little better lately. So, but if he's chalky, maybe get away. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it's really only Knox and Redmond just because their ownership is a little lower and I can see a path forward. But other than that, I, I don't know. Do I play Cage Lee again? Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I see, I see some stuff I like. So and I don't think his ownership is that great. I mean, his course history stinks, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised we don't have a 20% Jim Furyk in this range. You know? Yeah, like, for uh, real. Like Honestly. Honda. Yeah. I mean, how crazy was that? He caught so much fucking steam. I know. What's crazy is I'm on the exact same two guys as you. That's that's awful. You guys need to fade that then. For real. Like if we both pick the same 6K yeah. and under golfers, that is fucking awful. Like, why are you yeah. jumping on Knox? I'm always on Knox. Like, leave him be. Because I, fi- I, there are a lot of things I like about how I think the golf course is going to play, and I, I think Knox. I mean, listen, the guy. I hear. You, I hear. You, WTC. I yeah, listen, I hear. And so yeah. the only other two guys that I like, and there's really only one guy I like, and I'm going to have to mention the other guy just uh, because I have to. But Landry, he's 6,400 bucks. He's made yeah. the cut here the last three times. Yeah, listen, he's not winning anything, but he might get you a top 40 and. Six to six comes through in, in DK, especially if you're going to go heavy up top. If you're going to grab two of the you know 10K guys and some of the higher priced 7K or even 8K guys, if you like them, um, I think Landry's fine. Um, and the defending your boy, I've already boy Luke List. Get him no. Nope, no. nope, 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 nope. But my boy Wes Bryant. <laughs> oh God, not again! I'm back, baby. I'm playing Wes Bryant. Oh, Three hundred dollars. No. Let's go. He's sixty-three hundred dollars. Yeah, he he's the, been sixty-three hundred like the last like ten terms. He won. He won. He won. Yeah, before his shoulder fell off. Yeah. Well, listen. There's lots of good drugs now and good surgeons. Like, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. All right. Maybe maybe yeah. borrow that Andrew that you used to take when you're a kid. <laughs> there you go. Uh, All right. Uh, I, I I think that's about it. I, yeah, I, I got anything else for DFS, or we can move on. No, we can move on. Okay. All right. So my big short. Let's go. And it's going to continue of fading guys play well, the masters. And I mentioned him earlier. I didn't really like him in DFS. His ownership is pretty high. Never really done too good this place. And the ball striking numbers pop on fantasy national, but just in context, that was a rough Sunday. He put a lot of his heart and energy in the thing and just didn't come through. I think Corey Connors finished outside the top 40. I think he's, 
probably just bomb. How dare you, sir? How I know. I, I, know I love Corey Connors, too, but like never been I, very good here. It's not a very good scrambler. Either. He put yeah. really well at the Masters until that Sunday. Like, I just. But that's how we knew. Was him. Was, that's, how, that's why we knew he was going to finish it. Like, that's how right. he, and that's that, how he and finishes it, every tournament. It's alarming to me that, like, he's a good ball striker. But, like, in the two heritages that were it would fit his game. He missed the cut. Like that's maybe it just doesn't fit his eye. So Connor's going to finish outside the top 40. Not going to help you this week. I regret to uh, agree with you on that. Like I, I was scared just because like, like we talked about it at the beginning, like just mentally taxing. Like that's a guy who was in it. Yeah, like, he, he was, was in it. He was, he was in it on Saturday. Do you remember how mad it was on uh, it was Saturday when I was like, oh, my Connor's ticket's still alive. Five minutes later, fuck! I don't have a Connors ticket. I thought I bet a Connors ticket, and it was a <laughs> and it was a Kokrak ticket. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I was like, because they were the same odds or whatever. And I fucking clicked the wrong goddamn name. The um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Actually, that's I listen. I, I hope he does well. I do, but I think you're right. I think, okay, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. Let's go over uh, who not to pick in one and done. Uh, why don't you go first? Yeah. Do you want me? Do you want me to go, or do you? No, nah, no, nah, I'll just take it. I'll just okay. do. Um, I actually like burger this week. I didn't use burger, have I? Uh, you talk about why you like burger. I'll check if you've actually if you used them yet. Yeah, so I, I get confused because we got fucking two of these things now. Listen, I just like burger because I feel like his his style fits this right. Um, he missed the cut, right? And but he had to tee whatever. Top five last time we played here. I feel like he's a hell of a lot better golfer than the last two times we played here. Finished top ten at the Masters. Why are you laughing? Because I already fucking took him. <laughs> yeah, you, you took him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't I go over who you're taking? All right. You're taking Palmer, Scheffler, English, Berger, Casey, Rory, Xander, Sungjae, Webb, Henley, who actually is your biggest cash to date. Yeah, thanks. Co-crack, Finau, and JT. You must JT. You're the reason why he's taking eight on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Seriously, this is ter- like I, I can't even explain it. I don't understand. I hit outright, hit all my shit, and just one and done. I'm just cursed. It's fucking terrible. You can, fucking... Take, you can take DJ this week. Oh, I haven't taken DJ, have I? <laughs> That would be a hell of a time to take DJ. Let's go. I'm taking DJ. Let's go. Oh, my God. I actually like it. I like it. That that is incredibly bold. <laughs> so, all right. I mean, I I mentioned it earlier. I I think there's gonna be a big bounce back for him. He's been really good at Heritage, and you know what? I'm I'm sitting like twelve hundredth. Like I the the cash is in reach. I need to splash. A lot of guys have already taken Cantley already, and I'm looking at like where I'm gonna use him down the line. And I mean, we don't have that many tournaments left, so I'm going Patrick Cantley this week. Give me the win. Let's hop into the top 500 and let's get in the cash. Let's go. I like it. I like it. That's who I was going to go to until you until you challenged me to take DJ. So good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the, the, um, some good stuff. You're very. You it's very smart of you to bring up DJ. Like you won't take DJ. Oh yes, I will. Um, I triple dog dare you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, listen. Before we uh, jump into uh, our, our betting segment, uh, uh, listen. Uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast is now on Riffer. Uh, Riffer is your home to many episodes and free picks from the SGPN crew. If you don't have time to listen to an entire episode, Riffer is perfect 
quick fix. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. Yeah, like if you don't have, you know, over an hour and a half to listen to us talk about golf, I guess I'm, go- I guess I'm going to have to stop making these videos. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that, honestly, the the Rifford idea sounds like a really intriguing idea. I like it. It really does. I mean, it, it speaks to the millennial uh, attention span and, uh, you know, be able to get, get short little bits of content out there. But then you don't have the banter and the chemistry and the, I don't know. Some people don't I, like it. Some people don't like our banter. That's okay. So maybe they just it? wanted to come here for the picks and yeah, we, listen, you know, that's, we go that's fine, too. But, you, but you're missing out. But uh, whatever, I guess. Kramer will tell me how to start doing the river stuff. So okay, uh, all right. So, what do you want to start with? Well, I'm gonna start with first round leader. I mean, it's, so uh, pulling back the curtain, had a very busy week. Uh, I spent a lot of time getting those Masters Heritage leans. Didn't really do my homework on first round leans, but one of our best listeners and great SGPN contributor, Moonoff, the first round leader savant himself. He came with the lean. He actually did the homework for me after he gave me the homework assignment. You know, he kind of paid it back for me. And so what he said was he he knows first round leaders tend to be guys who didn't play the Masters last week. Guys who play the Masters end up getting a slow start. So pick guys who didn't play the Masters, um, who've been playing pretty well lately, have good course history. That probably is going to be somewhere. That's probably where you want to go with that. Mm-hmm. I, you're writing this down because you're going to fire bets immediately on that, right? Correct. All right. So like. I mean, look at this. So, like, Hoffman, probably. Like, that might be a first-round leader bet. Like, Chris Kirk, that might be a first-round leader bet. Um, who else didn't play the Masters? Uh, you know, Brendan Todd played the Masters. Kevin Streelman. Like, like guys, guys like that. Okay. So, you know. Do you use advantage off of 1 or 10? Just off, of, just off of your just brain. Obviously, no, no research on it. Is there, is there any statistical advantage on that? I probably would think going off of one being advantage. 16, 17, 18 can be kind of tough. So it's kind of like with, especially 17, with how it's angled. Like that's that can get away from you very quick if the winds are up. <laughs> right. Because it's 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 a par three directly to the fan. Oh yeah. It's, it's like it's like the seventeen. Gorgeous. Pe- yeah, it's great. It's like the 17th the pebble, though. That's really hard. Like, just like a par three into the fan with trouble everywhere. So I would say probably going off one is your best bet. So I, I think both the par fives are on. I think there's two par fives on the fronts, and then there's a drivable par four on the ninth. So you got to a fast start there. So I would say probably guys in the front who didn't play the Masters. Okay. All right, cool. So uh, I take Fitz at this point, just every week because I feel <laughs> every week because I feel like he's always buzzing around the top. Um, I took Siwoo, uh, I took Hoffman, HV three, and Grio. But I'll, I'll look into uh, I'll, I'll look into a couple more. But that, those guys all fit that mold, other than Kim and Fitz. Okay, all right, so, I like it. So yeah. all right, how about some top ten bets? What do you got? I only got two, man. I got uh, I got uh, Poston at plus seven hundred. And and Kim at plus three fifty. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Are, are you go, are you going all in on Kim outright top ten, top twenty? The worst. No, I don't do the I don't do the top twenty for it, but I'll throw the top ten in because you know whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, I'm gonna discuss my co-host because it's uh, two English guys. I'm going for a top ten. Uh, Paul Casey, who you disparaged earlier, three yeah, to one. He, su- he sucks, dude. He he cost us he cost us two days in a row on the Masters. 
Two that, days. You know what? I have a short memory. I don't care. It's a new week. Sucks. So new week, new me. Paul Casey plus three hundred top ten. New week, new me. I I was tempted to really, really give you the middle finger and go Tommy Fleetwood outright, but I'm not. Go gonna ahead, do you want to you want to burn your money? Burn your money. No, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the same thing I did with Arnold Palmer, and that worked out for me. Tommy Fleetwood top ten plus four fifty. How did it work out for you at uh, concession? The outright didn't work out great, but yeah. I getting all my money back at API, so that worked. Is my camera still on? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. I don't appreciate you, you uh, making the gesture. Uh, okay, I'm frozen up top, so this, I wasn't. This is why we we had the explicit rating. Is you know what you <laughs> yes. just told me there? Yeah, exactly. So Fleetwood plus four fifty top ten. I think he's going to come home and uh, that's fine. You know, I like make that. Very mad on Sunday. Listen, okay, I don't bet any money on them other than I bet matchups against them. The okay. um. Uh, all right, so top twenties. I got uh, HV three plus four fifty. I feel like his his bugaboo is always his putting. Super small greens, right? Uh, decent with his irons. Hopefully, he puts it close enough where he can kick it in. That's another one of your guys, by the way. Yeah, it is. It is. I love HV three. I do. I do. Dude, how can't you like that guy? Because he doesn't really perform. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, let's put it this way: He hasn't performed when I have money on him. I, yeah. I've never seen to get that that dude right. He's yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. Know. He's just very super likable. He's a super likable dude. Like I love his backstory. Like I don't know. He's just one of those dudes that I root for. You know what I mean? Like that dude. I want this dude to do good. Like I like. Where the fuck was it when? Um, oh, Christ! It was a bigger tournament too. Um, I can't even think of it. Where he duck hooked it in the woods and he was in contention on Sunday and it just fucking melted, man. Yeah, it was the PJ's final group. Oh my god, he a, dude! He had a shank so bad, so bad, man. Went like, oh, like I was rooting so hard for HP because, like, seriously, his backstory is awesome. Like, he's good for golf. Like, he's a younger cat. Like, obviously, uh, uh you know, uh, brings diversity to to golf. Um, so yeah, listen, I, I just like HP three. And plus, his fucking uh, his golf shoes are always on point too. So okay, uh, and I got Fratelli plus three hundred, and then Billy Ho two to one to make top twenty. I feel like in this field, like whatever, it's nothing exciting. But top twenties aren't exciting. Like that's why I don't give a shit about them. No, I mean all the odds are usually drunk anyway. So yeah. um, I mentioned I really like Christian Bazain who needed plus two seventy five for top twenty. Um, I'm not going out, Rand Henley, but you can get a plus two sixty for top twenty. It's a solid safe. I like that. And then my column's going to be out on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. List off, like, I think six other guys you can consider for top 20 all the way from, like, plus 300 all the way to, like, plus 800. So uh, go check that out. But, yeah, those are top 20 plays. Okay. All right. So uh, we want to do matchups and outrights? Yeah, let's do matchups. I got a lot to go over for matchups. All right. Uh, Well, let me burn through mine real quick then. Because I've decided... Because I'm trying to have more discipline, at least on Thursdays. Then I just lose all discipline on Sunday. Um, that, that I'm trying to limit my outright matchups uh, for the whole tournament. But I did find five I liked. Like Smith, uh, minus 115, over answer. Hoffman, 125 over Poulter. Wallace, even over Ortiz. Fitz, 125 over Casey. Garcia, even over M. Okay. All right. I like all those. So, uh, even the Casey met- one? Who was Casey up against? It's. I mean, I can see it. I like both guys, so yeah. I mean, that's a stay away for me because I like both, but yeah, I can see if Casey okay. beats Fitzpatrick. It's fine. Um, uh, Fitzpatrick I, beats Casey. Okay. All right. I mean, I. I so I, I mentioned I didn't like Brian Harmon earlier. I, I kind of. I think Harrison goes starting to play a little better. You get Harrison who's plus one ten over Harmon. <laughs> plus money. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I like that. 
Uh, I mean, that that's kind of a little crooked to me. Same thing with, uh, I mean, well, you're going to disown me after this. Podcast is over after I say this last, next matchup. Tommy Fleet was the underdog Shane Lowry. And he should be. No, he really shouldn't be. You're you're totally wrong on this. He shouldn't. Charity be. bet. All right, fine. Char- Charity, Charity bet. bet. All right, Charity 50 bet. bucks. Fleetwood yep. or Lowry? I will happily take Fleetwood. Take a Lowry. Okay. There you go. God. All right. We don't need to discuss it any further then. Sicking me. <laughs> well, I know. I, I, I took an Irishman. I took an Irishman over your Irishman. So there you go. All right. Um, Matthew Neesmith, minus 15 or 115 or Bryce Garnett. Both guys have east, like decent courses straight heritage. The difference is Neesmith's a better ball striker. And when Garnett's been good at Harbortown, it's been those really low scoring years. I don't think it's going to be that. So I like Neesmith over him. I like that. Um, I found Paul Casey minus 105 or Corey Connors. I just don't like Connors this week. And Casey, no the underdog. They're comparable on paper. I'll take Casey there. And then this might come back to really bite me. But with Morikawa, I think you got to approach him. Like, he's either going to be, like, first or second. Or he's going to finish, like, 40th. Like, that's kind of been his MO lately. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the guys just paired up with matchups this week. The odds are reasonable. So, like, you get Daniel Berger minus 115 or Morikawa. Kind of like that. You can't like minus 125 or Morikawa. Like that. You can get Webb minus 130 or Morikawa. Like, these are guys that, like, listen, they all have his highest ceilings for Morikawa. But, shit, their floors are definitely a lot higher than his. I agree. That's and those prices are okay. So Yeah, like... Yeah, you're right. It's the price. It's it's not even so much the matchup. It's the it should be 140, 150, and I'm getting 120. Yeah, I mean, it's it, if you if you look at how many strokes per round they're gaining per tournament, like if they're way higher. The the problem is just the perception of Morikawa. Like he can explode any minute. So and then the 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 matchup that I found that I, I know you're gonna insta bet uh, involving Will Zalatoris. He is minus 135 over Matt Kutcher. With is that on the same book we share? Yes, it is. What the fuck? How did I miss that one? And just go look for it. It's I'm going it. to. Okay. Uh, that's <laughs> it. Those are my matchups. Uh, All right. So, outrights. That's All it, right. man. Why, 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 don't you, why don't you go first? Yeah, I'll go first on that one. So, uh, so this is... So, all right. Berger at 22 to 1. Missed, uh, listen, these, these numbers I missed. I'm sure Steve's going to have better numbers. Like I said, I didn't bet anything other than uh, Kirk or Kirk and... Who the hell else did I bet? Who did I say I bet? I forget. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Fucking. Um, <laughs> Ber- it's been a long week, guys. Yeah, it's been a long week. Um, so I got Burger 22 to 1, Siwoo 45 to 1, Henley 55 to 1. Oh, that's it, Henley, because I was like, God damn it. Um, uh, Billy Horschel, like I said, the number's wrong. 55 to 1, um, Kirk 66 to 1, Wallace 80 to 1. Davis, 101, and then fuck it, Gim, 1251, however you want to say it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, only, I'm only only five right now. And I, I'm, one of the things I forgot to mention that, about lessons learned, I, I, do, I do this with every major that, like, I love to go hunting for odds and values, like, a month before that. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is I'm already pocketed on like six or seven guys for the Masters that I don't end up really liking. But it's like, oh, well, I got a great number, like 55 to one. He's down to 30. Well, I don't like that guy anymore. So I kind of realize is I got to live myself in outrights and just maybe fire bullets or in turn. Because in the Masters, yep. the two guys that I had left at the end were guys I lie bet. So um, 
So I mentioned I like Patrick Hanley to bounce back in a big way this week. I found an 18 to one on him. That's a really good price. I jumped on that. I actually found a 28 to one on Fitzpatrick. Ooh. Yeah. So he's low 20s. I found a 28. I jumped I like on that. that. Um, I, I, the Kisner 60 to one number just looks crooked. I thought that was going to be like 40 to one coming in. Yeah, we talked about that. We said we were going to snap at it. Yeah. So I did that. Um, Adam Hadwin, 110 to one. I just really like him this week. I'll write that one down. So like and Russell Knox, 150 to one. I can't believe I take Knox. I'll take that one too. Fuck okay. It. There you go. Those are my five. And, uh, you know, that's it. But, I mean, it was hard to pick those. There are a lot of guys you can make a case so for. So many. Week. I know. Yeah. Save, so, save, I mean, save some bullets. And I think, what, the last, like, uh, last couple times, like, uh, people have come from behind on Sunday, yeah? Yeah. Th- this thing is is completely wide open. So, yeah, don't get too committed and bet, like, 10 guys. Right. Save, your, save some bullets. See how it goes. And then, you know, pivot a little bit if you have to. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, that's going to fucking wrap it up. So, uh, come, uh, come follow us, uh, in the Slack channel, sports gambling podcast.com slash Slack. Is that right? I'm so bad with that shit. Or is it yep. SPP? That's it. If, if, okay. if you go to my, if you go to my, um, author page on sports you'll have a link that you can get yeah, to. Go, go read Steve's articles. Like that's where you get the in-depth stuff. He already gives you links and he's going to give you other matchups and other props and stuff like that on it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Boston underscore capper. I say it every week. I'll be better on Twitter. I never am, but someday I will be. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, that's it. Uh, come follow us on Slack. That that seriously is the most important thing. Like, like I said before, great community there. Not just us in there giving out stuff. We have other shop guys in there kicking it. Um, it's fucking free, man. We don't put shit behind a paywall. Um, this is free knowledge. And listen, we have hit a shit ton of winners for the fucking year already. Uh, and we are, listen, our round matchups are awesome. I'm not trying to tell, but seriously, come listen, man. If you're listening to this and you're already at the end, then then what are you doing? Fucking come to the Slack channel and come fucking make some money. Be a part of the community. Stop breaking balls. We know we know each other by a first name basis, right? Fucking come on. Come make it and come break the fucking books with us. Let's go. RBC Heritage is going to be in the books, and uh, we will talk to you in two weeks. No, no, no. No, no, it's we're going to do it. It's only two weeks. Okay. So, all right. So, so, so pull back the curtain. Why, why, why don't we? This is an epilogue for this episode. Yeah, epilogue. Yeah. Um, next week is a Zurich, and uh, that's a rinky-dink bullshit tournament. Uh, if you don't know what the Zurich is, it is a two-man team tournament where it is two days of uh, stroke play foursomes, which is essentially teams get whoever has the highest score on each team. That's your score and then two days of alternate shot stroke play that's a disaster it's a mess i've tried betting it it's awful so we're gonna we'll do we'll give out some picks for fun (laughs) i i i spend a lot of time trying to give you guys leans and trends and everything it is an absolute disaster (laughs) try to do it for this thing it is a terrible golf course too so what we're gonna do next week we're going to talk about something that actually matters that is going to pique your interest, the PGA that's Championship. Because right. that that's in four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah, it's right around the corner. Three weeks by the time we record it. Exactly. So we'll break down the golf course. We're going to early preview of that. We'll go over some odds, some guys we're looking at. Like that. That's I more know. important than a rinky-dink. I think we are. It doesn't even get well, ranking points. And you don't even, if you win it, you don't even get credit for a win. Like you, you, you get your like, CAD though, right? Do you still get your CAD? Well, on the PJ Tour, they give you a, a win, but in the official world rankings, no, no win. Like Cam Smith has won this thing, 
Nope, Shadow. he's only one. He's only one the Sony Shadowboard. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So once again, come follow us on fucking Slack. Sorry, I tried to end it earlier. Listen. Either way, we're gonna break these fucking books. We'll talk to you boys on Tuesday. We'll recap and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you about uh, the guys we already have at the Open Championship. And hopefully, the numbers are still there and uh, put you on some more winners. So, yeah, take it easy, boys. Let's go. Let's go make some fucking money this week. Mm-hmm.